And joining us now to talk about President Biden's press conference is former White House Press Secretary Ari Fleischer. Um, Ari, I know you've been a part of many a press conference, uh, also helped many a president, too, as well. How did you rate President Biden? It was sort of all over the place, and I thought a lot of missteps. Well, he's committed a massive blunder tonight. When he said to Vladimir Putin that a minor incursion of Ukraine is okay, I mean, can you imagine giving a green light to Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine? That is my biggest takeaway from this news conference. And now the White House has tried to clear it up with a statement after the news conference, but it's too late. It was a shockingly inappropriate thing for an American president to say, particularly one whose reputation, Rita, is, is that he is the foreign policy expert. He's been around for 40 years. He knows every foreign leader and head of state. He's supposed to have been briefed about everything involving Ukraine. His people are saying an invasion's imminent. Yet he says a minor incursion is basically okay, and we might not retaliate the way we would for a mate. <laughs> but how many minor incursions does a country get to have? I mean, can, what happens if Mexico launches a minor incursion into America? I mean, is, is that okay? What happens if China launches a minor incursion into Taiwan? Is, is, is that okay? This was a terribly big blunder. And then he blundered on domestic policy, too, but that was the biggest. It was about foreign policy. Yeah, and you know what was interesting? It just showed a sign of weakness, too, because it was like, well, if he does a minor incursion, then, you know, maybe, um, basically, maybe he gets away with it. Um, even if he does this, then we might do this. Well, like, it was so, to me, it did not show a sense of power. It didn't show a sense of America taking the lead by any chance. It was very weak. You got that one. And he said that we have to be on the same page, that if there's a minor incursion, we're going to fight. We may fight among NATO members. And it's important we're on the same page. No, it's not important that all 30 nations in NATO are on the same page. What's important is that America leads, that we bring others around to our position. And if one or two nations in NATO disagree, fine, let them disagree. But we need to lead. And that's the weakness of Joe Biden when, when you're so internationalist that you lose sight of what's right and wrong. You know, what's interesting, Ari Fleischer, too, is that he also basically uh, put a hole in the integrity of future elections in America. Yeah, and yet he has yeah. spent so much time blasting, you know, former President Trump and, and the Republicans for that. And yet today here he was questioning the integrity of our elections in our country. I mean, how does talk about a hypocrite? You nailed it, Rita. And, and let, me, let me promise you, when you read the news tomorrow, the mainstream media is not going to focus on that. Now, if Donald Trump had given the exact same answers to whether the 2022, if he was president, election would be legitimate because he was heading for a bad midterm election. And Donald Trump did not 100 percent affirm the legitimacy of the upcoming 22 election. It would be the only story you'd read tomorrow. But tomorrow, the press is going to cover this up for Joe Biden. Joe Biden just questioned the legitimacy of an election in which his party is about to get trounced. And that's okay with the American press corps. When Donald yeah, Trump you're right. They blow their horns from the highest, highest place they can find. And this is the hypocrisy of the press. But, you know, the great news is, Rita, people like you, you see it, you call it out. There's this huge new development in America where – we get our news from people who just think the way we do. I hate that because I wish we could all get our news from one place and not have to work so hard and shop to find it from like-minded people. But when the mainstream media doesn't do its job, I'm so grateful we have people who will. 
Thank you. And you know what? I just call it like I see it, Ari. You know, you know, you and I have known each other a long time. You know, I, I listened to also his rhetoric on the divisiveness of those who are either with him or those who are against him on his, quote, voting rights reform. Yeah. And he tried to reinforce, well, no, I wasn't calling them racist like he was last week in Georgia. And I almost felt he just re- reinforced it. He basically doubled down. He is the worst race baiter we have ever had in the White House, Rita. And I don't say that with any hyperbole. He is the man who, when he was running against Mitt Romney, of all people, when it was the Obama-Biden ticket against Romney, Joe Biden said to a black audience that Republicans want to put you all back in chains. This is the same type of thinking that he went down to Georgia with last week when he said that if you don't agree with my position on whether early voting should be 10 days or 15 days, that you're with Bull Connor you're with George Wallace. You're with Jefferson Davis. And today he acts indignant and rejects that he linked people who oppose him on voting to those three segregationists, one of whom led a civil war against the country. He doesn't understand what a race baiter he is and how he alienates and puts off Republicans who might want to give him a fair hearing, might want to praise him on one or two issues. But he is an, 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 to the extreme when it comes to divisiveness, and he doesn't think he is. But it's exactly because of reasons like this. You can't call your opponent segregationist. You can't say they're on the side of Bull Connor and then expect them to look at you and say, you're such a reasonable leader. He's a race baiter. Yeah, and here's the guy who said, I'm going to try to unify the country. You know, he also said, Ari Fleischer, today in the presser, no matter how hard they try to make it for minorities to vote— um, I mean, that was also a dig, like, okay, you're against minorities, that this is all, like, anti-minority. Yeah, exactly. This is just more of the same. When, when, and this is why I say he's the, race ba- the worst race baiter we've ever had. You know, the racial issues in America continue to improve. When you go to real people on their jobs, in their neighborhoods, in their homes, race relations have improved dramatically over the last 60 years. But people like Joe Biden can't let it go. They have to stir the worst pot, play to the worst, most divisive angles in American politics and society. Why? Because they need to instill fear in enough people to get them to vote against Republicans. That's their game, and so many of the American people have rejected it and moved beyond it, and I'm gratified by that because we are a good, tolerant nation, and we know how to treat our neighbors. He doesn't. Yeah, and he accepted no responsibility. He basically blamed COVID for everything, too. Um, Ari, I know that you're working on a great new book, and it's a bit about this topic. So I have to ask you, as I'm watching the press conference, and I've been out there as a reporter asking the president questions, you know, different presidents' questions through the years— I felt like throwing a shoe at the TV today because I was going, oh, my goodness. Nobody asked him about crime. There wasn't a question about his open border policy. A Univision guy gets up and talks to him about visiting South America, but doesn't say, hey, yeah. what's going on? You're you know, putting these mandates on Americans. And yet here it's an open border policy and no vaccines of people crossing the border. What is going on with our media? Oh, and this is a book. I'm coming out with a book in the summer. It's, it's called Deception, Suppression snobbery and bias, why the press gets so much wrong and just don't care. You know, Rita, it's, it's because they look at the world through the lens of basically a college-educated Democrat, which is what most reporters are. So the fact that illegal immigration to the country is soaring, that taxpayers have to pay for it all, 
That's not an issue to them because they're fine with it, so they don't ask Joe Biden about it. They don't ask about the soaring crime rate in America, the surge in murders across America. None of these are the issues that they ask about. And it's because they know if they ask about these issues, it's kind of as right-wing issues. These are things that conservatives and they kind of curl their nose, compare, uh, concerned about. It's a terrible sign of why the media has lost the trust of the American people. And, and there were some tough questions today. I do think since Afghanistan, the press has gotten tougher on Biden, but still their instinct is to go easy. Yeah. What did you make of, by the way, Joe, um, James Rosen, um, who asked the question, listen, there's a poll that says that you're basically mentally incompetent, that most people think that. Yeah. Do you agree and do you understand? He said, you know, I, I don't know why. And moved on. Yeah. Look, I, I do think, in fairness to Joe Biden, that angle is a little overdone. I mean, his big issue is that he's almost 80 years old. He's slow. He walks slowly. When you see him speak, he speaks the way somebody who's about 80 would speak. And it, it just doesn't instill confidence from the American people that he is sharp and on his game. Hence why he said that about a minor incursion. You know, I do think... You can watch him, and he did give immediate answers to many of the questions. His hearing is good. But the very fact that we can have this conversation about our almost 80-year-old president is indicative of the problem. So I cut him a little bit of a break on it because I think some of his critics go a little too hard at him. But he's almost 80, and the idea of him running again in three years is complete, 100 percent total nonsense. Yeah, and he said he would. And in fact, he also uh, supported Kamala Harris, too, and said she will yeah. be on the ticket. What did you think of that, Ari? Well, he has no choice. He, he can't at this stage say, I'm not running. You know, to, to turn himself into a lame duck politically, I, I get that. Uh, and he also has to stick by Harris until he doesn't stick by Harris. So those are politicians' answers today, years ahead of the time he has to make those decisions. Yeah, very well said. Um, Ari Fleischer, thank you so much. I value your perspective so much. The former White House press secretary, a great one under George W. Bush when he was president. Ari, thank you so much. Thanks, Rita. Great to be with you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 